All right, guys, if you have followed my journey, even just for a little while and heard even a couple of podcasts around my spiritual journey this year, you will have heard of this amazing woman and dear friend. I am so excited. I was able to bring her on to my podcast and shed light to all of you guys around this phenomenal, phenomenal practice that she birthed and trademarked hypno breathwork. Cannot wait for you guys to hear her journey from being a globe trotting New Yorker in the high end agency world, thinking seemingly in the pinnacle of her career to jumping out and with her parachute heading to Bali and Peru and India and finding herself and going on this incredible spiritual journey that's brought her to her passion and her impact today, which is for entrepreneurs like you and I, it is rocket fuel to happiness, health, and success. We often say that hypno breath work is like two years of therapy in a 20-minute breath work session. I hope you guys enjoy this session today as I actually just did breath work myself this morning with her mastery app. I find it to be an incredible tool for entrepreneurs to stay regulated, be in flow, be in tune and get clear on your purpose. So I am also personally certified through Francesca in the hypno breath work space. So if that's something you want to learn more about, definitely listen in, learn about the science of it, learn about the journey of it, how she birthed it and be inspired as an entrepreneur of what she has been able to create in just a short three to four years. I hope you guys enjoy it. Need some effective, tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Henault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million dollar online business. And you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action-stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. All right, guys, welcome back to another Burnout to All Out podcast episode. I am so excited to bring my friend Francesca here to the podcast today. Francesca, welcome. We're streaming live over on LinkedIn. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I was saying before we jumped in in our pre-discussion that we were just going to get right into it. One of the things I love about Francesca and her story is that she was a busy hustling and bustling New Yorker working high profile agencies in New York City. And there was this pivotal moment for you where you literally like seemingly from the outside, were at the pinnacle of your career at such a young age. And you were just like, peace, I'm out. I'm going to go tour Bali and Peru and India and go on this massive spiritual journey, which is a brave adventure in itself, given where you were from the outside, perceivably having everything and having it all. And from there, becoming a multifaceted 
entrepreneur that's doing so much. I mean, in this short time, and we're going to dive into all of this, you guys, but I just wanted to jump in with this because you've created a totally new modality, Hypno Breathwork, which we're going to talk about. Which it's changed my life. It's been rocket fuel in my business. So we'll talk about that. You've been successful at raising capital in the tech space and launched an app. You run high-end transformational retreats. I know you're working directly with corporate with some really big names in the leadership coaching space. I know you're on the precipice of publishing a book. I don't know if it's out yet or not, but all while traveling the world, right? Like nothing has stopped for you. So let's dive in. We're going to get into some of this, but let's dive into that pivotal moment for Francesca, seemingly having it all in New York City and taking off, traveling the world spiritually. Like, tell us about that moment. Yeah, I think it's important to give some context to how big of a deal that career was for me, because I think it'll be relatable to a lot of people that we chase after this perception that we have or what we think is going to make us happy. And I was so desperate to work in advertising in Manhattan and have this glamorous life. I always really wanted this significant career and to help build brands. And I remember being 22 years old, I was working in nightlife. So I was working till like four in the morning. Then I was getting my MBA online because I wanted to differentiate myself from the competition. And then I was interning at a production company because I didn't have any contacts in advertising. And I ended up stealing all of the emails from the pre-production books and then cross-referencing LinkedIn for people's handles at different agencies and cold emailing 200 people to land this job. And I remember it was like eight different interviews. It was so grueling. And I finally got my dream job at my dream agency. And I worked my way all the way up to Anomaly where I was an account director on Google. Like I made it. Like this is what I came here for. And there was just a moment where I'm like running these multi-million dollar campaigns and I'm living in the West Village. I'm dating really attractive New York guys. Like I'm going to the parties. Why do I feel so empty? And I think that's the moment of reflection for most people is when you have the thing that you thought you wanted. There were several moments that I can really hone in on of being on the flight to Buenos Aires, being in business class, eating my steak and my red wine and being like, this is what you were so excited for. Why don't I feel happier? And I was running a multi-million dollar commercial. And I was like, I'm in South Africa, paid for by work. I am in charge of this. I'm in a five-star luxury hotel. I am miserable inside. So it was really those moments of having what it is that I thought I wanted and not feeling fulfilled that made me go, okay, something's off. Either it's my values, it's something internally is broken here, and I need to go on a journey of self-discovery, self-exploration. And the only thing that felt good in my body, the only thing that felt right was Bali. (laughs) And so honestly, it was... I felt like I needed to book a one-way ticket to Bali. I needed to go to a retreat. I felt intuitively called to this one retreat that said that they did breath work. I had no idea what it was. And that was honestly the minute that my whole life changed. Wow. I love so much about this. I'm curious with the Bali tug, was it just an intuitive pull or did you do some research and know that like, Bali was strategically what was going to give you what you needed? Like, how did you land on Bali? Yeah, I was actually reading this book called Living in the Light by Shakti Gawain. I've told you about this book. And she says in the book, we operate way too much from our logical mind. 
everything is analytical. Everything is weighing its pros and cons. And we need to operate more from our body. And she takes you through this like very simple meditation where you just tune into your body. You look at your options. You think about the things in front of you and what feels good. And I remember doing this like a type A way. Like I had my list of different things. I was going to pull into each one of them. And it was just like, no, 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 don't want this. Nope, 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 Bali. And it was like, boom, my whole body lit up. Like I felt vibration. I didn't really understand what that confirmation was then. I just knew that it felt really good. And it was the only thing that was making me feel some kind of internal peace. So I just followed that feeling. Mm, I love that. So that was maybe your first kind of dive into discovering your intuition. That was, yeah. The whole work we do now is all about intuitive action. Yes. But before I didn't really think I had a strong sense of intuition. I think a lot of us think, how do I know if that's my inner knowing or if that's my fear? And in the beginning, it's really about getting out of your head and feeling more into your body. And then obviously, when you discover tools like breath work, we have a straight line in, we have direct access. Yes, yes. And I know we're going to get into that. So you went to Bali. And I know it was like a year of intense experimentation and study and practice lead the way or pave the way for where. All right, guys, I left my corporate career and took everything I knew and built a million dollar business on the internet in just 19 months. And you can too. My name is Melissa Hinal, and I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs escape the corporate cage and create the business and life they deserve. Too often, building a business can be like jumping out of the fire and into the frying pan. Can you relate? Without the right strategies, you can work tirelessly, feel like you're missing out on life, and not have much to show for it. Even worse, you're no closer to finding the freedom that you wanted than when you were stuck in that job. I'm here to change that for you. On May 13th, I am hosting a seven-day virtual intensive for people ready to build a business that gives them the freedom and life they've been looking for. So how are we going to do this? Over a jam-packed week, I'll spend about 90 minutes each day to reset your strategies and build the clarity to drive the results and profits you desire. First, we'll build a foundation of lead generation and audience growth to connect with the perfect people. Then we're going to grow by implementing an optimized sales conversion strategy that drives results. Then we're going to scale your success with an optimized offer ladder and retain clients for longer. And we're going to do this live with hot seats and Q&As to give you the proven processes to build your dream business without the burnout. Best of all, it's completely free to join. You deserve a business that serves you and not one that you have to serve. And when you have the right strategies and processes, you can create a business that does this. Join me free on May 13th to build grow and scale a business that will set you free. You are now. Can you talk a little bit about that journey? So the Bali retreat was super fascinating for me. It was private. It was seven days and it was something called holotropic breathwork. And holotropic breathwork is more of an experiential therapy. It was really created by a clinical psychologist who used to study LSD. And he found that if we did this one inhale, one exhale in this circular motion to more shamanic music, we could access childhood memories and release stored traumas. 
So they told me this and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I was highly skeptical. I'm like, I don't know what's going to come up. But I had been in therapy. So I thought that I was highly self-aware. I thought I was intelligent enough to process my past emotions and my voids and my relationship to my parents. But this breath work was just a totally different level. I mean, it took me so much deeper into my subconscious. I saw memories that had been so far repressed, emotions, reasons why my personality shaped the way that it did, defense mechanisms. I mean, all of this stuff came out. And after seven days, I felt brand new. I just had so much. It was so cathartic. The breath release emotion, I cried my eyes out. I journaled a ton. I sent letters that were so healing for me. And I mean, I think I physically and emotionally lost like 10 pounds after that week. And then I was just, I mean, it was just enthralling. I needed to know more. I needed to understand the mechanism behind it. I needed to understand the science behind it. And that's when I really started going to every workshop, every certification, every training. And then I also self-experimented with a lot of other modalities so I could cross-reference, is this as impactful? How are other people experiencing this? And I mean, breathwork is incredibly transformational. But what I saw in my journey was a lot of people had these big releases and maybe they cried or they shook, and but they didn't actually know how to integrate it back to their day-to-day life. And they couldn't actually pinpoint the intention to the experience. So I saw this huge gap. I saw this huge opportunity where we could really help people rewire and reprogram psychological patterns. And the other modality that I was very fascinated by was hypnotherapy because it was allowing you to get to the root, get to the root of these emotions, the core memories, and then invite new thoughts, new suggestions so that you can truly do subconscious reprogramming. So I thought, I wonder if we can combine these two things. And what I discovered is the holotropic breathwork I did was 90 minutes to two and a half hours. The hypnotherapy I did was two and a half hours. I knew that there was nobody in my network when I came back to the States that was going to have two and a half hours for personal development. And I started playing with EEG headbands and tracking brain waves. And I saw that if you do a two-part inhale with one exhale, you could drop into deep theta states where your brain waves are more suggestible and then add the hypnosis. And at the same time, I was reading a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. And I thought, now can we add this? visioning, this visualization at the end of it so we can embody our future selves once the block is gone, feel that emotion and boom, 20 minutes, you have this potent practice that just really drives results. I love this. And I think that this must be one of the reasons I just like fell in love with you and everything that you brought to this planet. When I met you, just, I don't know if you know this, but I'll share this on the podcast. My first experience with breath work was about two and a half to three years before I met you. And it was a holotropic session. I didn't even know we were doing it. This guy just came in and we laid on the floor. And to your point, like I uncovered some really deep, dark things from my childhood that I totally forgotten about. And it was a really interesting journey that was to your point, really cathartic. Like literally for three days, my eyes were like puffy from like all the emotion that like came out of me. But what was interesting is when I left that retreat, I hadn't slept that good. And like a decade, like for three months, I was sleeping so much better. I felt so much lighter. And all I remembered was whatever that guy did to me, like I would pay to come there quarterly just to like almost like an exorcism of sorts. But what was missing was 
kind of the processing of it and the action of it, but then also finding Dr. Joe before I found you and learning about manifestation and really visioning what we desire. And that had really changed my life right before meeting you too. But then I met you and it was like, oh my God, I can lay on the floor and in 21 minutes, instead of two and a half hours of this and an hour and a half of that, like, boom, right? And then rapid action, which I know we'll get into, but so brilliant that you've come up with this. And I know you are changing people's lives across the planet, one person at a time, coaches at a time that you're certifying. Let's get into, can we talk a little bit about the difference between breath work and meditation? I know you hit on it a little bit, but just Mm -hmm. like how breath work is different and how putting them together is such rocket fuel. Yeah. I mean, the first thing is breathwork is very active and meditation is a much more passive practice. So in meditation, you're really letting your thoughts fall out. You're maybe observing them. You're emotionally regulating. I find tremendous value in both practices, but they're extremely different. The breathwork is physical. You will feel the vibrations, especially if it's your first three times. Your hands will start cramping up intensely. You'll feel pursing around your mouth. You'll feel it in your face. And a lot of times those physical sensations have deeper emotional meanings behind them. So if you observe where you're feeling it, you'll get some cues and some clues into what's going on in your emotional body as well. The other thing is we're very intentional about our sessions. It's extremely, extremely carefully crafted. So the music that we choose, the vocal cues, the intention setting, and then most importantly, the last question every single hypno breathwork session is what is your next intuitive action step? Because I think it's so important that people don't just get lost in an experience. I think any breathwork you do can make you feel amazing afterwards, but there's this potential for it to radically change your life and for you to walk on a higher path. And if you do it every single morning and you clear out the block that you're facing that day, you connect to the goal or the vision that you have for your life and you get one clear action step and then you execute on that immediately you will be living the life of your dreams. You will be living the future that you want and you will be radically doing it at a pace that you can't even believe the synchronicities and the magic that's coming for you. Oh my gosh. I want to dive into this piece around intuition and intuitive action because it's definitely something I really, really speak to a lot with our community because I feel like, and maybe you agree or disagree, a lot of entrepreneurs don't need another business strategy. They don't need another business guru. And a lot of times they're grasping for more business gurus because they don't trust themselves Mm -hmm. and they don't have a practice to go within to be able to unblock, to think creatively, to get into that flow state and like trust intuitively. So I'd love to talk with you a little bit about that. Also, what I love about your hypno breathwork sessions is that you can come to them with, like you said, very specific goals. So like whatever is in front of you that day, it could be a creativity flow state that you want to get into, or it could be something that you're really blocked with. And I know for me, last year, probably February was one of the hardest months of my life having to manage firing someone in my company. And I was extremely anxious about it. And I could feel at this point, I was wearing my whoop strap, which I forgot to put it on today. I knew my nervous system was out of whack, right? Short breaths, like just super stressed. And it was pretty soon, pretty soon after I downloaded your app, 
And I decided to go lay down in the middle of like, it felt like everything was burning behind me in my business. I was like, I'm going to go lay down for 21 minutes and I'm going to do Francesca's anxiety and stress breathwork session. And I went into it really tense, really stressed. And because it was a pointed guided session with cues, your facilitator helped me guide, which was a very stressful situation with my own intuition navigate in my subconscious, actually like a positive output by the time I was done with those 21 minutes. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was done, I stood up and felt relieved. I felt like I had a solution. I felt calm and collected. And I think that's part of the rocket fuel is like that superpower within to be able to find within, to calm, to overcome, right? Can you speak a little bit to, because I wholeheartedly believe what you do is like rocket fuel, whether you need unblocking or you need flow state. Can you talk a little bit about how your process helps folks unblock where they are if they're in a stuckness? Yeah. So the interesting thing is physiologically, you're changing balances of oxygen and carbon dioxide. And so what that does is it starts to stimulate different regions of the brain. And oftentimes when we're looking at a problem, we're looking at it only from our conscious mind and we're looking at it based on past information or things we've already seen and things we already know. So when we expand and when we stimulate different regions of the brain, we get new perspective. We get new insight and we also get to the root of where this block might have come. So for instance, if you do a breathwork session around, why am I procrastinating? Then you might go into breath and you might see, ah, dad told me when I was 17 years old that I wasn't going to amount to this. And therefore now I'm afraid to take full action because I don't want to be judged. Boom. There it is. Now you release the emotion of the past and you can get present with your situation and move forward. You no longer feel like you're swimming against the current. A lot of times people might be blocked by perfectionism. And then it's the judgments that they had in high school. If they didn't do it, they got, it was hypercritical unless they did it this certain way. So boom, you breathe that out. So you're not projecting past events onto your current situation because most of these blockages are coming from the past. The breath allows you to get to that moment. And then it allows you to actually dissipate the emotion, the fear, the doubt the anxiousness, the frustration, whatever it is that's living in your body. Once you release that, then we take you to the other side. Now see the project. Now see the meeting. Now see the presentation. Now see yourself on stage. And all of a sudden you have a newfound confidence because you're not carrying the anxiousness of old situations. And you just get to show up as your higher self in your more powerful state and take action from there. Yes. So good. So good. And I remember when I was in Bali with you, which we'll talk about your Bali retreat in a couple of minutes, Francesca has an amazing retreat to Bali that I was on. And you had a facilitator come in who did a workshop around self-love, I believe it was. And then I believe you took us through a session that was really around, I, I don't even remember the actual topic, but what I came through with it was like forgiveness, forgiveness for self. What I had learned from your facilitator was there's different levels of love, self-love, right? And although I felt like I had done a lot of growth this past year, what I was realizing was that highest level of self-love is really like the forgiveness and for your own past. And like you said, your perfectionism and things like that. And I remember doing the breathwork session and what came up for me was still carrying the guilt of the parent I used to be. versus the parent I am today. 
And just the regret and the guilt that I was physically carrying and you were able to guide and pull me through to the other side with being okay with being a human who makes mistakes and has their own growth journey. And I know we'll talk about this in a second, but the thing that you do that your process works really well with is like, you always land on action. Like when you're done with the session, it's not just like, okay, we just cracked you open. Now go deal with it. It's what intuitively do I need to take action on today? Right. And what came through for me was like, have the conversation with your kids. Like, why are you holding this within? And that's what came through my breathwork session is like, this is how you evolve even more as a parent, is you have the conversation with your children and show them that there's humility and being an adult too, and that we do make mistakes and like be an example for your children and how healing is it for everyone, right? But it was your prompt of what action are you going to take that then took me all the way from Bali back to North Carolina to then have those conversations and have further healing and forgiveness for myself, right? Can you speak a little bit more to kind of the action taking when it comes to the breath work? Well, the action just really cements the experience that you had internally. It takes it to your external reality and it creates a ripple of consciousness with the people around you. And yours, that was just such a stunning session, right? Like that was such a moving experience for all of us to witness you go through that and your strength and having that conversation with Wesley. And I think that a lot of people are afraid to go into some of those emotions. Like they don't want to open Pandora's box. Like they don't want to go into the past. But the truth is the body keeps score. The body remembers and it will come out in ways in your personality and your decisions and the relationships that you choose if you don't heal some of those things that have impacted you and affected you. And the beautiful thing is when you take action on what comes up in your session, you show up more authentically. You deepen your relationships and your connections. Who knows the effects of that conversation on your kids? Like, wow, mom is human. Like, wow, mom realizes that she did this. Wow, mom really loves me to be sharing this with me. Mom's speaking to me. Like, I'm a mature person who can uh, communicate and understand this. Like, who knows? Like, how much that can impact them and also is so healing for you. I remember the one, and I've shared this with you before, but the session I did on my mom during my Bali retreat, I always had this almost like a block with my mom where she loves me so much and she's just such an amazing person. But I had this unconscious shame. I had this unconscious guilt of how I had treated her like when I was a teenager. And it made me sort of resistant to being close to her because I had so much internal shame. And when Mm -hmm. I released it, it was painful as hell. I'm not going to lie. That session was brutal for me, but I communicated it to her and we are closer than ever. My mom does breath work with me. We meditate together. We go on walks together. We do yoga. I mean, she's like my favorite, but it was hard. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that every journey is easy, but the depth and the healing it created for her to finally be seen for her sacrifice. I mean... God, this work is just so healing on both sides, right? Yes. I'll never forget. I mean, they're like little children. I was more nervous about having those conversations with them than I was stage in October. I'm like, why am I so nervous about this? But to the healing aspect of it, my two children had very different perspectives. And this is where I'm going to go with it being healing. My daughter in the middle was just like, mommy, you were really stressed out. You worked full time and you're running a business on the side. Like she was very compassionate and like, really loving about it. But my oldest, who probably remembers it most, was like, yeah, like you are mean. 
Like it was a moment for him to be heard, right? Like, and I just let him, I had to be okay with receiving his emotions and how he felt about it. And so I feel like it was actually very cathartic or it was relieving for him too, that like, he's not going to spend the next two, 10 years of his life feeling like he wasn't heard on this situation that we were able to have that conversation when he was 11 instead of 25. And you don't know the ripple that it creates in the other person. When you speak your authentic truth, when you make amends, when you say the healing thing for you and potentially for them, and it's never about the outcome and it's not about how it's received, but I've seen more times than not, when we say what we need to say to the other person, it creates an intrigue in them. It creates awareness. It creates curiosity for them to maybe explore some of their things, for them to try a breathwork session. And that's what we need. We need more people doing breathwork, more people becoming more aware, more people becoming compassionate. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So true. Which is why I'm loving having you here talking about just your magic. I mean, we could talk about this forever. The other thing I know that you're really good with is helping people like access and define purpose. I know for me this past year, finding my purpose has been probably one of the most impactful things I've done in my 43 years of life. I don't feel as lost anymore. Defining purpose and feeling like there's divine connection too has been huge for me, like purpose and impact with like my skills that were gifted to me and creating this ripple effect in the planet in a way that feels very purposeful, right? Can you speak a little bit to getting in alignment? Especially, I feel like as entrepreneurs, we can get lost in like why we ever got started in the first place and get lost in alignment and reminded of like the impact we're making or who like, I, I, sometimes we can get caught kind of chasing the bottom line or the sales versus the bigger picture and the impact. And I know for me, this past year, focusing more on impact, it's been so much more self-fulfilling, but it's also made a ripple effect in my business. Can you speak a little bit to how you help people really define purpose when it comes to breathwork? Yeah, I think that was part of just my journey. And maybe the gift that I was given was it became a very streamlined and like methodological approach for me because it's how I discovered mm -hmm. my purpose. And then I was able to sort of bottle it into my course. And then also that's what my book is about. It's unblocking your purpose. So I think it's first about healing the past. It's getting back in touch with what lit you up when you were a child? Because that's when you were at your purest, most innocent form. And I'm not saying that you're meant to be a singer or an astronaut or whatever it was, but there's clues in that occupation. There's characteristics, there's traits that you were attracted to. So that's a really nice place to start. And then we have to heal some of our past relationships, whether it's with our mom and our, or our dad or our siblings that have maybe diluted our confidence because they might have projected their fears or said, you need to be a doctor or an engineer. And then it made us really lose our creativity. So those need to be healed a little bit. And then once you've kind of let go of that emotion, what happens is you start to get clear. When you're not harboring and suppressing all of this other emotion, your channels are clear. You're more intuitive. Your creativity is louder. All of a sudden you're lighter and you just feel re-energized and invigorated. And so what that allows you to do is get into more of a flow state where things are a bit more effortless. They're connecting in new creative ways. And that's where we start to look at what are your innate skills? What are you naturally good at? What do people tell you that they compliment you that you're really good at? Now let's look at your past experiences 
that you've been attracted to? What career occupations did you choose? Why? And what I found in this process is truly no matter where anybody is in their career, nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. You've got some kind of expertise from that industry. You grew a network from that. Like you have knowledge that you don't even realize just from the repetition of what you did on a day to day basis. So we want to collect those things and we want to see, we want to find intersections. We want to find intersections of clues of what you're most passionate about and how we can look at what you did in childhood, what you're attracted to throughout your journey, and then start to apply it to what you're curious about in the world like what you feel called to. And a lot of times it's the obstacle that you've overcome. A lot of times people's purpose ends up being, I got through high school bullying and now I want to empower young women to feel confident in their bodies or I heal toxic relationships of the past. And now I want to be like a relationship dating coach. So a lot of times it's really the obstacle that you've overcome and finding the new creative ways of connecting everything you've been through. Yes. I love this. So true. And I went through your... So Francesca, I don't know if you still have this program, Unblock Your Purpose. Do you still have that? Yeah? Yeah. Self-paced. Okay. Perfect. So you guys will have to check that out. I went through it live with her and it really helped me get clear on my first book, Living All Out and the whole like purpose of it and impact of it. It was beautiful. As a matter of fact, I think I'll have to go back through and do that again for vision for the next book, right? Like it was just so good. And like the focus on the impact of that book, that whole journey in that course was amazing. Let me say one one more thing on that, because I think what you find when you discover your purpose and why it feels so good to discover your purpose, like you said, it's like one of the most impactful things you've done in your life. And it's the same for me. It's because when you realize it's not just about you, And you can take this gift and you can turn it outward and you can be of service to others. That's a different level of fulfillment. And that's truly why I have this belief that knowing your purpose can heal the mental health crisis. Like right now, we're trying to heal the mental health crisis with Xanax and Ambien and and even psychedelics. But I think if everyone knew their purpose and they were being of service and they were contributing to something greater than themselves, they would have joy. Their life would have meaning. And it would just be a much better world. Mic drop, mic drop, mic drop, 100%. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to shift gears for a minute. So we've been talking like the science and the modality of hypnobreathwork. I'd love to spend a couple of minutes speaking about entrepreneurship and your journey as an entrepreneur. Because it wasn't too long ago. Like how long have you been an entrepreneur? When did you break out of corporate? Uh, About four years. Okay. So it's been four years and you've got these certification programs. You've got these experiential retreats. You're working with corporate. You've got the app out. You've got a book coming out. Like You've got so much. And I know there's more to come in the future and we'll talk about that. But there's ups and downs to entrepreneurship, right? What do you... Over the last four years, because you and I are kind of on the same pace, because I think my business is five, five years old this year. So what have you learned the most about yourself in the last five years? If, if, if that's something you could sum up, like what have you learned the most about yourself and entrepreneurship, I can say, in the first five years of this journey? Well, I learned that I have a really intense drive and ambition, and it's not always healthy. Although I love it, I love outcomes and I love productivity and I like results. I think it's really important for us to understand where 
those habits come from so that we can make sure we are in alignment. And I will say this to everybody, getting into alignment isn't a one-time job. It isn't that you feel it and now you're on this trajectory and the journey's linear. That's just not how it works. I go back and do unblock your purpose all the time. I do hypno breath work every single morning. I unblock myself more times than I want to in a week. But I grew up with the reinforcement that you want to be the best. Like sitmas are the best. And the way I received praise or recognition was through achieving and through accomplishing. So I created this really intense drive to be seen. And I'm even noticing it now. I have to pull back the reins and be like, am I in default? Is this my conditioning to just reach out to 500 different companies and get mastery to be a unicorn startup? Or am I truly being of service and not in my ego and trying to contribute to something greater? So it's still a dance for me. And I'm so grateful to have this tool because I can catch myself now. And I feel it. Like Now, I think, Melissa, you have the same thing. Like when we're not in the alignment, the universe kicks our ass. It's like, <laughs> it's not happening. We're not getting it. So <laughs> yeah. you better go do breath and meditate for a week. hundred percent. Yeah. And get yourself back <laughs> into that clarity. So I've had a lot of success when I'm in flow. I've had a lot of success when I'm just listening to my intuition. And, and to your point before, strategy is more innate for you. Like your mind is business oriented. Like you're extremely savvy. For some people, they do need some other certifications and the knowledge and the tactics. But the beautiful thing about your intuition is it's so nuanced and it'll be so original and it'll be like, nope, it's this path. Nope, it's this email. Nope, just send it to this person. And I don't think that your intuition wants you to burn out or work yourself into the ground. So it's a lot of having to go out of that autopilot of being that like super type A producer and just being like, Oh, so I don't need to email 200 people. I just need to work on this one relationship. And then I need to surrender and not be attached to the outcome. And that is brand new for most of us. So that's sort of the dance that I'm still in. And I notice it in myself all the time. With the book, I was going to self-publish, but the literary agent just kind of fell into my orbit. And then the publishing house was extremely intuitive. So that was obviously meant to be. That was obviously destined. And then some things with mastery, I can feel myself forcing because of the pressure I feel from investors. And then I get sick because it's not aligned. And it's this constantly tuning into yourself and, and using the breath to unblock and then get back into flow and then take that aligned action. My gosh. So true. And I think it is a cycle. And you and I have talked about this. I'm very type A. I'm an Enneagram 8. You and I are very similar. (laughs) And I left corporate and started my business. And within a year and a half, I was burnt out again. Like the whole reason I left corporate was to do my own thing. But then it was, there was so much going on that I didn't know was going on. The lack of fear of lack of safety, money issues, like the inner child work. Like there were all these reasons I was overdoing and overperforming that weren't healthy and were never going to stop whether I tried to escape corporate or launch another business or sell another thing or launch another thing. It was slowing down and doing the work. And like, this past year, I worked less than ever and focused more inward. Not that I didn't spend a lot of time previous working on business strategy, but like way more grounded this year. I still occasionally have my head spin off like Medusa and my kids will say, you're that your mom from five years ago, mom. (laughs) 
they'll check you. And I have to in the bedroom and scream in a pillow and, you know, stomp and do some breath work. But I'm right there with you with recognizing, okay, at what level is this healthy to be in the performative mode? Because we know that performative mode is what gets things done and gets us successful. And you have to be gritty as an entrepreneur. But where do you draw the line and where do you define what's healthy and what's not, right? So it's such a good conversation. It really is. It's really an ongoing dance. I believe that we spiral upwards. I believe that we spiral upwards in this journey. And we have moments when we go back to default conditioned behaviors because that's a 30-year pattern. And I think that we should give ourselves grace in those moments and just know that now we have the information and the wisdom and the tools to get ourselves back and to just be patient in that process. Because things, when you're in alignment, the way that things will flow for you, the synchronicities, you'll get what you want. You'll get right. the things that you're going after anyways, but just in a more gentle way. But we can't fathom that half the time because we've had to work so damn hard, especially from coming in corporate environments. It's been so competitive. It's been so grueling that we think that's the only way to get it done. And so it's a new way of living. It's a new way of being that you and I are proof to everyone that you can surrender and still achieve big things. Totally. It's that feminine and masculine piece, right? Like I also think coming from corporate in a very male driven industry, I'm not sure how yours was, but I was like the only female on the leadership team. And I was like half the age of everyone else. And it was being in that in order to succeed and survive, like I operated from such a place of masculine. And so it was a hard journey for the reprogramming that I'm still in that to your point, we can get a lot done by being an ebb and flow, right? Yeah. Everything. And of course, we need the masculine to get things done. But I think I was so out of balance, even coming into entrepreneurship for a year and a half, still in that like mode, yeah. that giving myself permission to get into that flow state and that it's not wasting time. It's actually really productive and creative time. Well, I witnessed in Bali, it was absolutely beautiful. Like it was remarkable to watch you in Bali because you were just so soft. Like you were so gentle in your feminine. It was so beautiful. And then when we got to flow state day with your business, you were roadmap, like, <laughs> like 2024 map this idea that these people you're going to partner. With. I mean, the whole thing came together when you were in your super feminine. So that's the creative energy. That's where we want to build from, have ideas from, plant seeds, have them come to fruition. And then when you have that, it's like, okay, cool. Now it's time to shift gears and, and to execute on this. I need to send the thing. I need to send the email and do the post and, and reach out to this person, delegate. And that's fine. But we have to be able to mix both. And I mean, I've watched you grow into this and it's been stunning. <laughs> it's been stunning. Well, thank you. You've been a huge piece of it. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Well, let's talk about the future. Like, I know they're like, you've got your eyes on some big things, which I love. So let's talk about visions for Francesca when we look to the future. Like what's down the pipeline for you? The one that's coming through right now that's probably the biggest is a big vision or download I had in Bali over New Year's last year. And it was to create a dome. It's like this massive arena, like this mirrored glass arena that has a thousand black leather seats where people come in and they hook up to their brainwaves and they wear the headphones and they have the blindfolds on and we watch subconscious reprogramming happening in real time. And we can bring in speakers and use AI to take their concepts and turn them into experiential journeys so that people really become 
that theory, that concept, that next version of themselves. And I want to do the same thing with music and revolutionize the way artists really give concerts so we can feel their lyrics and their storytelling on a much deeper level. And then also bringing it to athletes so that they can increase their performance and use mental rehearsal and have that teamwork and that camaraderie and the victory. So I have big visions of world takeover with mastery. And I'm also trying to pace myself because there is a lot going on right now. But like I said, some things just kind of have a life of its own. Like if the creative idea is meant to be birthed through you, then you're going to get momentum and you're going to meet the right people along the journey. If you're paying attention, if you're present enough to be aware of those cues and clues. But for me, it's really building mastery and it's a movement. There's a lot of people involved, yourself included, and a lot of the coaches that collectively our energy together is what is going to really move that forward. Yeah. So what can we talk a little bit more about mastery and just the whole umbrella of it? Because I know you have the app, but I've gone through and been certified in your program. You've got courses that people can sign up for. Can you talk a little bit about like the whole umbrella and the different things that are going on within mastery right now? Yeah. So mastery is really a wellness experience that uses hypno breath work. And we bring that with either virtual weekly coaches to corporate teams or to sports teams for season packages, or we have the app obviously for consumers to use daily. We're also going to be launching one-on-one coaches soon. So you can book private breathwork sessions if the custom sessions are more of what you desire. And that's sort of under the umbrella of mastery along with now, obviously the physical location that we're starting to think about. And then in my personal coaching business, if people are curious about going deeper or working with me, I obviously have Unblock Your Purpose, the 12-week course that's self-paced, the next Hypno Breathwork certification. If this is a tool you want to bring into your practice for your own mastery or for your clients, the next one's going to be May 2nd to the 5th. And then the annual Bali retreat will be on August 1st to the 7th this year. Yes. And I can say, personally, I guess I've experienced almost all of them. I have experienced all of them. So. <laughs> I'm a huge advocate. I have the, the app is phenomenal. So two things, especially if you're a business coach, because I know I have a lot of coaches in my community. If going and getting certified and doing this work yourself seems like too much, I get it. Download the app, the mastery app and get familiar with it. Use it yourself. I promise you it is a new tool belt as a business coach to literally prescribe certain sessions to your client. I do this all the time, Francesca, like depending on where they're blocked, what's going on in their life. I'm like, I don't necessarily have the time to sit here and customize a a session for you, but Francesca's already done it. Just download the app and here's what you need to use. So that's number one. But for those of you who I've got, I know I've got a number of you who are more in the holistic space. I have a number of women in STEM that are coaches in STEM that are in the spiritual energetic arena. I highly suggest you guys come check out her certification as another tool belt and modality to really work with your clients. And it's a personal tool. I I write my own breathwork sessions all the time. Like I wrote my own for like my 2024 business planning, like for my manifestation of what I'm focused on. I build my own songs knowing like what really works for me. So like it's almost like you can get certified just like a yoga instructor can get certified just to like perfect their own practice too, right? Yeah. Yeah. They do it for their own self-mastery. If I have a specific project or a meeting and I need to show up in a very specific way, then I'll put on a playlist and I'll cue myself through it too. So yeah, either way. And then obviously on mastery, there's sessions on there that's like how to respectfully communicate. 
like to manage up. There's sessions for parenting. There's sessions for healing heartbreak. There's sessions for corporate. So it really was designed to give everybody whatever it is that they need to unblock and become their highest self that day. And for all the launchers, because I know I have a lot of people who launch like I do, the game day one is really good too. I know that game day is like maybe technically for sports, but it like works when you're getting ready for a launch. Lastly, just to like maybe tie a bow on Bali is like, what can folks experience or expect if they come spend these days with you on Bali? I mean, Bali is so transformative, not just because of the work we do, but just because the island itself is pure magic. And I've been, I think, like eight times now and spent a month each. So I've really gotten to know the best healers, the best body workers, the best sacred excursions and activities, and really putting that together in an intuitive week-long experience that will really change people's lives. And I love luxury as well. So it's really premium. It's very high-end. It's very clean. The food is amazing. The people that come always connect in unbelievable ways. I think, I feel like almost everyone that was at the Bali retreat came to your national event, which (laughs) is so crazy. So reunion. Yeah. Yeah. It really was a reunion. It's just an incredibly special experience. You can't even really put it into words, but it's definitely life-altering. Oh, awesome. And if they're interested, where can folks find you? Where's the best place for them to contact you? Can you tell us about your website or where do you hang out on Instagram? Like what's the best way to get in contact? So you can find out about all of my programs and offers on FrancescaSitma.com or you can follow me on Instagram at FrancescaSitma and I'm always announcing new events and workshops and such. Okay, awesome. We'll put that in the show notes. And you're in San Diego, correct? So like you do live stuff there sometimes too? We do sometimes. We are planning a bit of a tour in the next year. So there will be a couple cities that are announced and we'll do that through my Instagram and through Mastery. It's at Mastery Experience Instagram channel as well. Exciting. If you come to the Charlotte area, I will help you recruit. Okay. I love that. (laughs) Awesome. This has been so good. Francesca, you're such an inspiration on so many different levels. One with just the entrepreneurial journey that you've gone through in the last four years is just mind-blowing. Your personal growth and expansion and finding your purpose and now being an inspiration of so many others who really want to go after their dreams and live that all-out lifestyle that we talk about with our podcast, but also just the impact and the purpose of what you're doing and the way that you're creating this ripple effect through certifying and training other people that can create this like expansion of what you started to really just collectively impact humanity is just huge. And know that you've positively affected me tremendously and I'm forever grateful for it and, and our friendship. I'm going to throw that right back at you because I feel like you've been the most influential advocate that we have. I know you just brought me in to do a session for 200 people at your event, which was just incredible. And just your leadership has been also really expansive for me. So I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Oh, same here, my friend. Well, awesome. We'll, We'll see you soon. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. And I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word UPDATE to 704-318-2285. That is, text the word UPDATE to 704-318-2285.
five. Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.